The views expressed on The Pickleball Show are not necessarily those of the USAPA. The Pickleball Show is the official podcast of the USAPA dedicated to growing the sport of pickleball around the country. Show your support and become a USAPA member today. Visit USAPA.org. From Bainbridge Island to the villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby, yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. This is Coach Ball from PickleballCoach.com. And here's the host of the Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Live from the PBX Club Studios in Asheville, North Carolina, it's the Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen, still processing, still collating, still uh, learning and putting information, uh, just, just trying to sort through everything that I learned at Pickleball Summit in Charlotte last weekend. And uh, there's so many things to talk about that I wanted to get some people that were at Pickleball Summit to join me today and talk about the big takeaways, the things that they learned from national champion Sarah Ansbury, national champion Matthew Blom, TOC Masters champion Matt Staub, the pickleball guru, Prem Carnot. Let's see what we have on the line today. It is from Middletown, Ohio, Cheryl Wyatt. Hey, Cheryl. Hi, Chris. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining me today here on the Pickleball Show. Also from Fredericksburg, Virginia, Susan Galbraith. Hey, Susan. Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you. And from Charlotte, North Carolina, the one and only Rodney Allman. Rodney. Hey, Chris. My pleasure to be here. My gold medal co-champion. Yeah. Right? Rodney and I partnered up at the uh, the South Atlantic Regionals down in Mobile, Alabama. Took home the 35 plus 4.0 gold. And uh, it was an honor to share the podium with you, my friend. Yes, sir. Absolutely. What a weekend it was last weekend in Charlotte for Pickleball Summit. I wanted to just talk about some of the big takeaways. I mean, there were so many things and I played this morning and I still am I'm even a week out. You know, I'm still finding myself going, all right, remember this. Don't do this. Do a little bit of this. Remember what Matt said? Remember what Sarah said? You know, and it's like you have all these papers spread out on your desk and you haven't filed them away in the filing cabinet properly yet. How have you guys been since the summit? Have you noticed improvement, Cheryl? Well, Laura and I flew back home and we were sitting on the plane and we were jotting notes down on a piece of paper of all the things that crossed our paths. But gosh, yes, you are aware of everything that you're doing. It's like, am I on the line? My toes on the line? Is my paddle up? Do I have my eyes on the ball? Am I tracking the ball? Am I Am I, am I, am I, am I? It's like, <laughs> yeah. can I keep up with this? Yes. There's that period you have to go through whenever you learn things. I remember uh, in, uh, what was it, in The Honeymooners when uh, Jackie Gleason and Ralph Cramden was going to teach Ed Norton how to play golf. And he's giving them all these instructions, you know, about bend your elbow, cock your knee, you know, bend your chin, this <laughs> and that. He was all twisted up in a pretzel. And then he says, okay, now relax and just swing through the ball naturally. <laughs> you, know? you kind of I feel like that. that. Yeah, you feel like that, trying to keep up with all these things. Do this, don't do that. Oh, remember, try this. But uh, it'll all it'll all come together. There's so many things that it's going to be so worth it, I know, uh, in the end. And wanted to share some things maybe with people that didn't get to attend the summit, just some big takeaways that would help them. One of the things I was thinking, Rodney, uh, was that one of the overarching themes was do whatever works for you. There is no one specific way to do a certain, to do a third shot or to do a serve or a return. Try different things and do what works for you. Did you find that? 
Absolutely. They all three have contrasting uh, teaching styles, and I took so much away from each individual one. It's funny because this weekend, right after the summit, my good friend Jacob Noble played with Sandra Stewart. And Jacob was at the summit. Absolutely. And he uh, he did a little misdirection shot. I seen him do it several times. Beautiful shot. And he came off the court. I said, Matt Staub taught you that. And he, just, he just smiled and he smiled real big. He said, man, that was that was just the greatest experience for all of us. I really, I can't say enough about it. It's probably the best pickleball experience I could ever imagine to have. And it was so well received. Everybody, even at this weekend, was talking about what a great time they had at the summit. We just had the, it seemed like the right mix of pros. What'd you think on your way back to Virginia, Susan? Well, like everybody else, like thanks for using up my first line item there. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the fact that there's just not one way to do anything. Mm-hmm. There's not the perfect depth dink. There's not the perfect serve. And Rodney, you put it really well that it's do what works for you. Take a bit from here. Try it out. Try something else because I'm pretty new to this. I only started playing in the beginning of March. And I know it comes as a shocker to everyone who knows me. I'm really addicted to this game. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's become quite a problem. So that was definitely my, I think, my big, big takeaway. And then the other thing was that even the best players in the world commit unforced errors. Mm-hmm. It just happens. And don't be so hard on yourself. You're going to make mistakes and everybody does. It. Yeah, it was very refreshing to see Sarah Ansbury hit one into the net. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. The pressure's off now. And what a, like I said, what a, a great group of pros that we had there. Oh, and, and Sarah recorded a video, by the way, and we'll link to it in the show notes. She recorded a video uh, demonstrating that tracking move that she showed everybody. That's been real interesting where you're, you're kind of using the paddle almost like a sight on a rifle and you're tracking yes. that ball. I mean, you think of like the Terminator or something uh, where, you know, you're just, you're just, tracking that ball like you're going to launch a little missile right into it and waiting for that ball to come back to you. That was interesting. I've been trying that and uh, it seems to be there's a learning curve to it. It just doesn't feel right yet, but uh, I'm expecting some big payoff out of that technique. How about you, Rodney? Oh, I love that. That was the one thing, I probably my favorite thing I took away from the whole summit is is her tracking because I've been trying that for the past couple of days, and especially when I poach. It's just so natural. You, you move to the ball immediately. Mm-hmm. I Actually, I sent her a message to tell her thank you because it has really helped my game. Well, yeah, and she deserved a, a ton of thanks. And also her wife, Lynn, who was just awesome there. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Doing Absolutely. so much. Because when Sarah said Lynn's coming and I sent her a text back and said, oh, cool. Look forward to meeting her. I didn't know. You know, I thought, well, is she just going to is she going to see the sights of Charlotte or is she just going <laughs> to hang out and read a book? You know, I didn't know hey. this. but. Lynn was right in there giving tips and pointers and and coaching just like Sarah was. So that was just great. She was great. Such a nice lady. And I really, I learned a lot from her as well. Mm -hmm. Now let's, let's uh, go, I guess, go around uh, the, the pros, any, uh, anything specifically that uh, any impressions or or funny stories or anything? Well, I know uh, Rodney, you and Prame, when you guys were playing, I think you were undefeated uh, uh, anytime, any game you played together for three days. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, that's the thing about Prame. You you look at, him as the guru the teacher but you you never think about his playing ability and i tell you what he carried me probably over a dozen games with some really good players and we we went undefeated but he is an awesome player yeah he, he makes it look pretty effortless you know he's not you know jumping around like a spaz like i am <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, and that, that's another thing I took away from Sarah. She's like, you're moving a little too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Stay yeah, and, and just kind of pivot too. and the too much movement. And that, that's helped me as well. What about uh, from Matt Staub, Cheryl? Uh, did you uh, have any have any takeaways from him? Matt Staub, I asked him, I said, I said, you're quick at the line. And I said, but you really don't power the ball. He says, you don't need to power the ball. Mm-hmm. You just need to make sure it just goes in there and snap that wrist. And I was like, Okay, because you see so many people that have to power that ball at the line. Yeah. It's like, why? Just <laughs> drop it in there. You don't need to power the ball hard. You just need to be quick at the line. That's good advice. What about you, Susan? Which of the four pros surprised you the most? I was fascinated with uh, with Matthew Blom. I had heard him. I've been going through all the PBX uh, podcasts right from the beginning. And it wasn't long before I went to Charlotte that I listened to his first interview with you. And I was fascinated by the mind element of how he approaches the game and his ability to, he says, slow down the ball and watch the holes in the ball. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of my issues are all in my head. I can execute, but it's getting in my own way. So I was really excited to meet him. And actually, one of my highlights of the the weekend was that I took a a half-hour lesson with him. And I wasn't sure that if I was supposed to be meeting Matthew Blom, the pickleball player, or Matthew Blom, the Zen master yeah. <laughs> i know but the, the, i was i and it, it was it was both it was I, um it was it was actually a very very interesting and, and emotional um half hour he's a remarkable well he's a remarkable player but he's a remarkable young man he really is um and that's we we were talking about it sometimes it's kind of like a trojan horse where you you know he comes in as this pickleball master but then boom you know out pops this this <laughs> oh, life yeah. master and uh so you get you get some of each and in that interview that you talked about and i told him this that uh that term that he used when he said he, he thinks that pickleball and, and really all racket sports, he learned from uh, from his coach in college, that it's really an access point to other things in your life. Yes. And uh, that's just stayed with me. I think probably not a day doesn't go by that I don't think of that because it really is true. And there there is a, a Zen philosophy that uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. Do everything. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, that. It applies in pickleball because Matthew told me that uh, he saw some people that maybe they were afraid to get up to the line for whatever reason, and he helped them get over that. And he felt like afterwards he could tell that they were they seemed to be confident about just other things as well because it's like, well, geez, if I was afraid to do that to get up to the line like that, you know, now I see that I didn't need to be afraid. Maybe I don't need to be afraid to walk up and talk to this group of strangers that uh, is standing over there. And they just seem to have more confidence and spring in their step. So I think that there really is some truth to that. He also did the same thing with me when I had a half hour lesson. He drilled me with those drop shots, you know, come back and hit me as hard as he could 15 times. and, Mm -hmm. And I was so afraid of it. And I said, I'm not doing very well. And he says, you've just received 15 shots and you put them into the kitchen from the top master here. He said, now, how do you feel? So I was like, (laughs) yeah, he really is an amazing guy. And I've been meaning to mention this, that uh, when you go to the website, you go to pickleballsummit.com and you read that beginning section, it starts out, imagine a day in pickleball heaven. And it talks about, you know, you're on the court and there's Sarah and you're playing with her and then you move over and there's Matt Stein and you're playing with him and everything. Uh, Matthew Blom wrote 
all of that copy. He wrote that entire thing. Really? Wow. Very cool. Because we were talking about it uh, one day. We were just kind of, I was bouncing some ideas off of him. And I said, so I thought I think it would be nice to have something that opened up like that, just to kind of set the scene and imagine what a day would be like at the summit. And uh, the next morning I got up and there was an email waiting for me and it just said, hey, is this what you were thinking of? And boom, there <laughs> it was all that right there. And so, yeah, he wrote that entire thing. So, I mean, not only just, uh, you know, a, a terrific guy on the court, but uh, talented and terrific guy off the court as well. That's for sure. He's very low key. You can see that because oh, of yeah. how his way he does his mindset. But mm-hmm. in that exhibition game, where he was caught on the kitchen line with his foot and how he bent over and kept looking at it. I, <laughs> there was his humor. There's his quiet humor that he has. So yeah. it was it was neat to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, his comedic timing is spot on. He's a funny guy. Yeah. And then you got, to me, just the ultimate pro that's just given 110% all the time in Sarah Ansbury. Oh. I, I mean, I my biggest problem at Pickleball Summit, I think, was making sure that she didn't burn herself out because she was going and going and going and going and going every time I'd turn around. And I, you know, built in these breaks for the pros just so they wouldn't. But she was like, nope, I'm heading back out. Man, she just brought it every single minute of every day. Her intensity is unmatched. It's unreal. Well, you know, the other thing that uh, impressed me, Chris, was that all four of the pros, they just love the game. Sarah, I think she was out there playing with people. Well, sure, she was there as the hired gun, so to speak, but you could just tell she loves to play. Mm-hmm. And I, that impressed me in all of them, that their sheer joy and their sheer love of the game. That was a huge takeaway for me, that this wasn't a job. This was their, not only vocation, but avocation. Well, and they weren't, yeah, none of them were just phoning it in and they weren't nope. you know, like, well, I'll save it for when I'm with my, you know, peer group with the, you know, the Wesley Gabrielsons and the Christine McGraths and stuff. And, you know, these people are lucky that I'm even just batting the ball back to them. There was none of that at all. They nope. were intense and they were playing and they were just offering up tremendous advice to everybody. Yeah, even Prim would put it out on it. I think, Ronnie, I think Prim and I played against you. I think you lost a game against me and Uh-oh. Prim. Here we go. Yeah, if I'm on the <laughs> other side of the net, I'm sure I lost that one. <laughs> but but, but uh, speaking of uh, Sarah's intensity, I'll tell you, I knew she was, because I'm like, I'm going to give her my best, and I'm, I want to challenge her. At about two or three balls in the sternum, I'm like, she's for real. <laughs> so. Now, what's, uh, what's going on in your respective communities? Uh, like, what's happening over? in Middletown, Ohio, Cheryl. You guys, uh, what's the pickleball scene like there? You got anything new happening? Yeah, August 5th, we have our 10th annual pickleball tournament, and we've got 128 players coming to Middletown. We've got some 5-0 players and 4-5s, all the way down to 3-0s. 10 outdoor courts, and we're all excited about it. Yeah, pretty soon we're going to get our courts pictures out there. Yeah, there'll be some jealousy. Oh, yeah? All oh, right. there yeah. will be and from I here. Li- <laughs> <laughs> I like how Ronnie's got the tuxigi trying to get those courts up and going. I like that idea. Tuxigi, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. Says, says it yeah. differently, but yeah. Yeah, I met John Stevens a few weeks ago. Great player. He's the mastermind behind that, right? It's all John Stevens. I'm kind of his assistant. But tell you what's going on in North Carolina. First off, from the Masters tournament this weekend, I can't say enough about what Byron Bresso and uh, Marsha, they worked tirelessly in that tournament. And Greg Thompson's in town with PickleballTournaments.com. He and Melissa do a great job. Here in Charlotte, we have our ambassadors, Desiree Dick Osmond, Peter and Virginia Popovich, Bob Nybarger, which is a USAPA national communications person, and uh, Sam. 
Sandra Stewart here in Gastonia. She does a good job. And then we have uh, Joe Borelli and Riley. And then we have Marcus Luke in Winston-Salem. Yeah. And North Carolina pickleball has just exploded. So I'm so proud to be here in North Carolina with all these great people. Yeah, it is a great place to be and a great state for pickleball. That's for sure. And then going up to Virginia, Susan, what's it looking like up there lately? I'd like to say all those things that everybody else said, but we're not quite there yet. But we, we, are, we are coming along. I'm extraordinarily jealous of anybody with dedicated courts. It just really seems to be quite new to the area, but uh, one of our local ambassadors, Noel Lowry, started up a, a ladder league in, uh, I guess that was in April-ish, and we're into our third session, and we've pushed over 30 people now, and it starts, so we've over doubled yeah. the size of the ladder. So it's, we're, we're looking to, to press and, uh, you know, for the city of Fredericksburg and Stafford County to change over some underutilized tennis courts because the community really is growing here and who wants to play tennis when you could play pickleball there you go <laughs> there you go you got amen it. i want to thank you all for joining me today and uh thank you especially for for coming to pickleball summit helping out rodney did some airport pickups uh, oh and i gotta i gotta give a shout out to tom spendanger there in the charlotte concord area who helped me tape courts on thursday man i owe that guy a debt of gratitude i would still be there taping courts i think if he hadn't <laughs> jumped in and helped uh, great guy. and also chris and lee galan from houston texas who helped out as well tremendous help on thursday and thanks to them and thank uh, thanks for the the great little gift i got the towel in my bag and everything chris and lee thank you for the the gift that you left we ought to have a big shout out to you because that was awesome yeah thank you yes. chris Thank you again. It's been so well received. Everybody can't wait till the next one. So please All bring right. it back to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area. Closer to Middletown, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> How about Columbus? Yeah. And I just wanted to also uh, ring in on that, Chris. You were such an incredibly gracious host. You know, this being your brainchild, and I don't, I don't think anything like this had ever been presented before. And to give all of us the opportunity to invest in our games and come and spend a remarkable weekend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you are welcome. That's Cheryl Wyatt from Middleton, Ohio, Rodney Allman from Charlotte, North Carolina, and Susan Galbraith from Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'll see you on the courts, everybody. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. And that, to me, was probably the biggest takeaway of all from Pickleball Summit. Not only did you get to work and train and play with national champions like Sarah, Matthew, Matt, and Prem. You got to hang out and have fun with great people and class acts like Cheryl, Rodney, Susan, and everybody else. Thank you so much for making it such an enjoyable event. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think that's just too darn much fun not to do again. So here's what's going to happen. Next week is a special episode of The Pickleball Show. It's episode number 75. A milestone episode indeed. So we're going to have a special guest, somebody that I've been wanting to talk to ever since the very first episode of The Pickleball Show, and we're also going to make a special announcement. That's coming up next week. Have you gotten your copy of the top 10 tips from Pickleball's three greatest coaches? Well, you need to go ahead and grab that. Head over to freepbxclub.com and get your copy. It's absolutely free. That's freepbxclub.com. Also, head over to pickleballtalk.com and join the conversation. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low.
The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.